Montana, California Lager for eight bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shot. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. every Monday through Friday. Is it 8 o'clock? It's 8 o'clock! It's 420! If you're not high, I'm high enough for the both of us. <laughs> for all of us. Absolutely true. Are you Quentin? Yeah. Yeah, you're Quentin. Yeah. Fuck yeah, you are. I can recognize you from your Facebook thing. Hey, when people get confused and they come to Mutiny Radio and there's like, there's nobody here, just remember that we had 47,000 downloads in March. So there is an audience somewhere. They aren't the people smoking outside uh, i think everyone should be smoking everything all the time it's 420 happy 420 yay Woo! 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 Uh, yeah i've been high all day it's been a lot of fun uh, i've been eating oh the, the vape pens yes they are ubiquitous they're fibative foobin around uh we are i mean i'm like oh i gotta tell joyce i was like i want to smoke a cigarette okay so tonight is a fun night in that it's 420 which is amazing and also it's usually a hell hat now we have a bunch of visiting comedians from other places we have two from la and we have i don't know where quentin's from but whatever and then we have normal people that know what hell hat's about so the hell hat exists but people don't necessarily have to deal with the hell hat now when people do deal with a hell hat, if you get any of them that you pull out that have um, Amy Farrah Weiss, who's running for uh, mayor on the back, some of them have prizes on them. And it's great because we have a lot of prizes tonight. We have Green Army Cosmetics has donated weed lip gloss. Oh, yes. There's weed in it. You put it on your face and you get high. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a little color in it, guys. And you know what? If you're like, oh, I feel weird about it. But if you have a bruise and you rub it on there, it makes it feel better. Massive anti-inflammatory. Good times. Anyway, it's like a weed thing. In a, and then we also have an enormous bag of weed, which is another prize. Oh, look at that. You could win that prize. I know. And that's the thing is when the comedians come up and they pull it, if no one works hard enough for the prize, I think they get to keep that prize. Ha! Uh, all the comedians know that when they perform here, I uh, give them free edibles. Thank you for being here. Uh, there are also edible prizes tonight if you guys like raise your hand at the right time. or the, the, So some of these have, it says like, prize, make the audience work for it. <laughs> and it's an improv show, so they get to do whatever they want. But also, because we have a lot of visiting guests, if you don't want to do the hell hat, fuck it, just do your material. I don't give a fuck, do your material, whatever you want. But the hell hat is fun and everything in the hell hat is all 420 themed because I've been high all day and that's what I did. So here we go. I'm gonna start with the pull, I'll pull from the hat. And the first one I get is, uh, have you tried those edibles? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it was 420 today. Yeah, I was at Spark and Kiva was giving away these great, it was dark chocolate with the orange flavor and I couldn't taste weed at all. Was I, have I been high all day? Yeah. Like, well, I don't even know what they're doing anymore. It's magical. Have I tasted, I taste all those edibles. I make those edibles. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Columbine. All right. Yeah. All right. It's 420. 
All right. Some people like shoot people in the face in school. Some people shoot up. Some people shotgun their friends in the face with weed. What I'm saying is it's 420 and we all got to do our best. Uh, fuck. Here we go. Another Hitler's birthday. Yes. Another 420 thing. Yes. Hitler was born and then... I don't know. I mean, poor Germany, right? Like after World War II, they were making bread out of out of uh, sawdust. So I, you know, if anybody could rise up in a situation like that, you never let like once once poor people get too desperate, they're like, fascism is amazing. We get to eat food. <laughs> Thank you, Stalin. <laughs> um, God's pussy. Alaskan, Alaskan thunderfuck. Yeah. Um, I've tried to make my own strains of weed. Uh, what I like to do is I'm having my period right now and I like to wear a diva cup and then I like to collect my period blood and I like to pour it on my pot plants and then I try to make God's pussy. Do you see? It's like it's a, it's a thing about the soil and my vagina. I don't know. I know. If you've, I mean, isn't it fun to grow your own plants? Who doesn't do that? Like you aren't growing your own plants oh my god it's like it's like i'm psychic my own things is this have you grown your own plants have you grown your own plants well that's the thing when i tried to grow my own plants i had six plants and i got them from i took the seeds and i like scarified them and i i germinated them and they were growing and i was like yeah and i put them into stuff and then they were growing and it was amazing and then my cat murdered every single plant like one at a time there were six plants i had them named one of them was like miss laquisha thunderfuck or something really cute and the cat just like ate each one of them individually just like and it was like it come back why does my cat love weed so much that's the question do cats have an endocannabinoid system is this getting too 420 like is it too it's too deep there's too much science there's not enough comedy there's too much science she said endocannabinoid what does that even mean do cats have those my cat smokes pot you guys like every time i smoke if i do this sound my cat goes here he comes out from strange places and shows up and he sits right next to me. I blow it in his ears. That's how you do it. You blow it in their ears. Yeah, right? Because it gets right to their brain. <laughs> All cats are on acid, though. They don't even need to smoke weed. The only reason they smoke weed is to get higher. Like, my cat will sit three inches in front of a painting, like, for four hours, just, like, eyes open. I'm like, what are you experiencing? Like, the depth of... It's not even an oil painting. Like, what are you... Speaking of oil paintings, people people say you are what you eat, but lately I don't remember eating an oil painting. Do you know what I mean? Like I am wiping and wiping and it is not working. I don't I don't remember eating an oil painting. Uh, the best place to be high. I'm gonna have to say right now, it's a hammock in Mexico. Like with a look, a view. I know it's illegal to have weed in Mexico, but <laughs> like if you can smuggle it down there, <laughs> it's so much fun. You just sit in your hammock. It's okay because I'm white, so they have no problem with me going. If you're leaving SFO on a plane flight, don't worry. You're fine. If you want to have like an eighth of weed, no one's going to fuck with you. I swear to you. You're leaving because you can be leaving. NSA's not looking for you, they're looking for bombs. They're not looking for weed. Everything's okay. Uh, so I'd like to be smoking weed in Mexico. Yay! The comedians showed up. Yay! 
Are um, you're not you're not one of the people from L.A. who's one of the comedians, are you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. See, I was wondering. I've just been like, there are people that have to go to the setup later, and I don't know where they are. So I'm in a burn time until we figure out. FC just Sierra, shut up. Are you Amy or are you Crystal? If I could remember your last name, that'd be great. If I was a better Crystal Adams from Pasadena, yeah. See, I pay attention to Facebook, you guys. Okay, so here's the thing. So you can do the hell hat or not. It's your choice. You can do your own material or all of the things inside here are 420 based. If you pull out a card that's like on a note card, it could have a prize for the audience. So that could help you or not help you in any direction you want. I'm so glad you're a comedian because I kind of thought you were a narc for a second. I thought you might have been from the ABC. I thought you were going to like pull out the badges and be like, you're not allowed to smoke pot inside. I'm like, we are. There's no rules yet. It's still okay. We're allowed to do it. Um, so, but yeah, you have uh, you have choices either way. I'm super excited that you're here all the way from Pasadena. Oh, before we do it, we sing the song. And if you know the song, go sing along with me. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy. Clubhouse. Comedy. Clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes up high. High, high, high. It's 420, baby. <laughs> I've been smoking so much vape, I can't even cough. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yay, yay. I'm excited. I'm super stoked because your first comedian of the night is all the way from Pasadena, and she is here for you guys right now. Put your hands together and slap them in a slappy-like motion for Crystal Adams. Push all day. I be smoking Kush all day. I be smoking Kush all day. Yeah, you totally called. I I look like a manager of everything that's happening. Uh, I get it. I know. I'm so sorry. I'm not here to narc. I um, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, glad to perform for people and a box. That's great. Um, love performing for boxes. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I'll, quick, since it's 420, I guess I'll tell you my, my, my dealings with, you know, uh, our friend. Um, I actually like, okay, so I, 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 I'm probably going to play more into the narc thing. I only, I smoked for the first time last year, like for ever, ever. Like I was for last. And the thing that was crazy was I did not get high. <laughs> because my friend who gave it to me also forced me to watch this documentary about the oppression of black people. <laughs> you know, like I, yeah. Don't watch Medea's family reunion the first time. <laughs> the first time, yeah. Maybe wait till the second. Um, also tell you this, I haven't talked about this in a while. Uh, I also had my first edible. It was not a good situation. I, I was st dating a guy at the time and um, I was at a concert and I ended up on, this is what they didn't tell me, I, is that I would end up on the ground of the concert uh, ripping out all of the grass. Uh, I, I was ripping out all of it. It needed to be ripped out. That's what, that's what our friend told me uh, in my brain. Um, and then I ate uh, a whole rotisserie chicken. And that I, by that I mean I ate two rotisserie chickens, you guys. Two whole rotisserie chickens. Um, 
Yeah, I spit out all the white meat because you know it's gross. Uh, it's gross. <laughs> I um I, I I live in Pasadena now, but I'm originally from San Bernardino, which you probably remember from terrorism. Uh, uh, I remember it from racism. You know, I went to an all-white elementary school, and there was a school play where they made me be a monkey. Um, no, it's fine. I crushed it. Yeah, like I'm. <laughs> I nailed it. Um, I threw so much feces. Uh, it was so much. <laughs> I don't don't know whose it was. Um, I just I, like and at the time I wasn't upset about the racism part. At the time I was upset because the monkey was a boy. It was a boy monkey. I was like, what the hell? You know, like give me give me a banana and some kitten hills. Let's do this. You know what I mean? Just it's crazy to me. Like no no adult at the time went to the director and was like, hey. It's 1990. You really think this all-white audience was ready for a black transgender monkey? No, I don't think so. Maybe a few years. Uh, maybe let's give it some time. One time uh, after a show, somebody was like, uh, what was the name of that play? And I can't see how that matters. Um, but I found out, just interesting fact, I, there's actually no monkeys in My Fair Lady. Did you know this? Uh, did you know? Not a one, not a one. <laughs> Special times. Um, I, uh, I was talking to my sister the other day. She's in grad school, I'm very proud of her. Um, but a guy in her class tells her, you know the only reason you got in is because of affirmative action. Yeah, it's a weird way to introduce yourself to someone. You know what I mean? It's like, hi, I'm Lucifer. Um, I go here now. Uh, yeah, and honestly, it's like, it's a math program. That's really hard to get into, you know? Like, you can just show up, be black, and get in. Like, it's not the prison system, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not auditions for the whiz. It's math, that's hard, I'm sorry. I just, whenever people complain about affirmative action, I always wish that it was as fun and as black as they think it is. You know what I mean? Like, like, like instead of regular algebra, all the black kids would get to take Def Jam algebra. That'd be awesome. You know? And then every day, the teacher, Missy Elliott, um, asks you super black math problems. You know, she's like, now if a Cadillac leaves Cleveland at 420. <laughs> But a soul train leaves Compton at 5.30. Are we moving on up? You know what I mean? Like just super black. Show your work, show your work. Um, I, uh, I, I was single for a long time. I was single for 12 years. I used to like using the hashtag 12 years of single. It was very fun. Um, for a moment I broke free. I, I was in a relationship uh, last year. Um, I, uh, it was a black relationship. I was, I was excited, you know, so Wakanda forever, you know what I mean? Like just, we broke up. So it was like Wakanda for nine months, you know, sometimes it doesn't last. Um, but I was, it was like my first black relationship and I, you know, it was black love. I was excited about it. I thought I was going to get a cute nickname. Like he was going to come home and call me my boo or my bitch, you know, nothing crazy. Just the classics. That's what I wanted. Um, the nickname he went with was Babe. B-A-B-E, Babe. That is so white. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, it's so white, uh, it was ruined. He'd be like, hey, babe. And I, I'm sorry, am I hiking right now? What's going on? How did this local IPA end up in my hand? 
What are we doing? We, uh, this is true, literally the first time we made out, it was to national public radio, too white. It's too white, you guys. He stopped kissing me to answer a quiz question, too white. It's too white, you guys. It's just, I had to, I mean, and that kills the mood. It's hard to keep kissing somebody when they're yelling, Judd Apatow in your ear, do you know what I mean? Like, it's a mood killer, I don't recommend it. I don't recommend it. Um, I've had a ton of jobs. Uh, I used to be a personal trainer. Um, I used to love helping people meet their goals of buying more personal training. That was very fun. Um, and, uh, but I don't do any of that anymore. I do one of the, like the, the trendy fitness class. You guys have seen him. Like I do the one with the bar. I don't do the fun one, the one with the fun name, the soul cycle. You guys know the soul cycle. That's the one where they were like, you know, we don't care if we confuse all the black people. Um, we are going to reclaim the word soul. It is ours now. Um, I was so confused. I was like soul cycle. That's black, right? Like D'Angelo's teaching later, right? Like Jill Scott is here, right? Like. No, none of them were. It was very disappointing. Here's what I really wish SoulCycle was. Uh, I wish SoulCycle was an app that you put on your phone and then Barry White tells you you're about to get your period. I think that's what we need. I think Yay! I 100% like, you know, every 28 days uh, he's like, hey, it's Barry White. Tomorrow, don't wear white. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need that. We need that. He's also dead, so he'd have to let people know it's okay. You know, like, I may be dead, but girl, your panties is red. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why it became Cat Williams at the end. Um, he's changed since he left us. Uh, he's changed. I, uh, I used to work at Starbucks. That's, that's a hellhole. Uh, I, I worked at Starbucks. I was the only black person working at Starbucks. One time my manager pulled me aside and she's like, hey, would you mind smiling while cleaning? <laughs> yeah, I guess I was doing fine with the customer. She was like, hey, yeah, could you smile when you clean? And I said, oh, was mopping with a graduate degree bumming people out, was that? <laughs> Apparently I have resting minimum wage face. I will work on it. I will work on it. Um, now I am a female Uber driver. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I deserve all of the applause. Um, I'm a female Uber driver. That's interesting. Um, I, I'll tell you a quick horror story. It's very short. I am a female Uber driver. The end. Um, that is my horror story. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Um, honestly, most of my horror is just truly trying to find a place to pee. I don't think people think about this. So it's the first job I've had where I've actually considered getting adult diapers. It's also the first job I've had where I've purchased and worn adult diapers, you guys. The fuck? Yeah, I did it. And the... I found out they are super absorbent. <laughs> they soaked up all of my dignity, um, along with my hopes and dreams. Uh, came out blue, just like the commercials. I just, I'm driving for Uber, I feel like it's turning me into a mom, like a soccer mom, you know, I'm constantly like berating my past. I'm like, don't slam the door. No, we don't have water. You know what I mean? Like, 
it's so annoying they're so ungrateful like supposedly they paid to be there you know what i mean i'm always like do you know i peed in this car for you they're so ungrateful it's so rude um <laughs> i will tell you a quick horror story um a guy did get in my car recently and he said hey if i were to pour acid on you what? which ninja turtle would you be <laughs> he said that instead of hey, which Ninja Turtle would you be? Um, it's like, uh, dude, you can't get a, a girl's car and say pour on acid ever. Also, Donatello, 100%, 100% All right, that's all I'm gonna do. Thanks, you guys. Give it up for Pam. Thank you so much. Crystal Adams, everybody. All the way from Pasadena. Yeah, Donatello's the smart one with the glasses. You did math jokes. That was badass. I very much loved your math jokes. Also, I, you know, if you're going to pour acid on me, it better be the kind that makes me trip the fuck out. Like, I don't want to get all burned and scarred and fucked up. But if, if I think that, you know, San Francisco, the poop is made of flowers, well... I wouldn't eat flowers either. Uh, your next comedian, he disappeared outside. He was from the open mic, but it's okay. We'll go with you because you have the show to go to later. And that is awesome and amazing. He's going to be hosting a show later tonight in Oakland. I'm super excited. So the way it works is you can either pull from the hat like hell hat or you can just do whatever you want. If you do pull from the hat, the ones that have the Amy Farrow Weiss on the outside, some of them have prizes for the audience and the prizes are uh, weed lip gloss and this huge bag of weed. Uh, the fun prizes. I know. Good stuff. Yay. Hey, put your hands together, everybody, for FC Sierra. Hi there, guys. Uh, I'm wearing two jackets. We'll have to get past that. Uh, and just as I continue on with this set, I will sweat. Uh, you know what? I have to pull. This is a prize? This is a prize, Pam? This is a prize? This is a, I'm asking. I don't know. I'm trying to just give them something to like me for. Uh, so it could be a hell Weed in your lube. Yeah, I really like how they're expanding it. It's like the algae people. They're just looking for anything to to make something new out of. There's no prize on this, unfortunately. That's the only reason I wanted to pull it. Uh, happy to be here. Uh, 420. Um, this is the least high. I, I haven't even like smoked today that I've been on 420 in a long time. Like I've had like four bowls, but that's not smoking. That's just like the amount of weed that I take in to not want to kill all of you right now. So that's not like a high amount of weed. But uh, last two years ago, I took a 500 milligram uh, edible which apparently is a large amount. I didn't know. I don't take edibles. Uh, I figured it was like an ibuprofen thing, like take six, you don't feel that good. So I was just like, all right. So I took the 500 milligram, it was 10 a.m. I fell asleep at 11 a.m. and I had a 13 hour nap. What I mean by a nap is I fell asleep for 13 hours at 11 a.m., I woke up at midnight, I drank a humongous glass of water, and then I fell asleep for another nine hours. So it was like a 13-hour nap in the middle of the day, and then I continued on with the rest of my night of sleep. And uh, I think that's, that's probably my favorite 420 moment. Um, it's okay, Pam. Uh, 
hey, John, a thin. <laughs> but my lungs like smoke. That is true. I don't like uh, I don't like the vapor. Doesn't feel like I'm uh, doesn't feel like I'm burning enough. Like when you, I like the feeling that the other side of me is on fire. Like something right here is on fire and it's just coming into my body. I don't know if I'm gonna be pulling these anymore. Um, I uh, I've been trying to look on the bright side with things lately. Uh, I've been using marijuana to do it from time to time uh, to appreciate things that I don't usually appreciate. Uh, so I recently had a great experience at one of my now favorite places in the entire world, uh, the California Department of Motor Vehicles. Uh, it's an amazing place. Not enough people like it. Like if you're, if you go into it like too sober or just if you're not one of those and you go into it with that mindset, you go in, you're just like, I'm going to go to the DMV. I'm going to be in that line waiting to get the ticket. And then I'm going to have to wait another two hours and I'm going to be there around and I'm going to have the worst day of my entire fucking month. But once you get high right before you go to the DMV to just like get that patience in you, you realize that when you go to the DMV, you get to be in a room full of other people having the worst day of their month. And you just get to enjoy that. Like for a spec, I, I, I don't want to enjoy everybody's like bad moment, but I just want to know sometimes when I'm sad that somebody else close to me is feeling a little bit worse like that just makes me a little bit happy I don't like car accidents I'll look at them but I, you know I just want to I want to keep a positive outlook uh, so I went to the D Daily City DMV Daily City DMV I uh, got high don't do it in the parking lot don't do it at the parking lot at the DMV you park like down the street and then you have a nice walk few bowls in and then I go to the DMV and I'm standing outside the line is coming outside of the DMV and I'm standing in line for like 15 minutes uh, after 15 minutes I realize I'm not in the line for the DMV DMV. I'm in the line for the bathroom at the DMV. So I got out of that line uh, and I got in the other line. I waited to get my ticket, uh, waiting in line. I realized like five minutes into, like I should have stayed in the bathroom line. I really got to go now. But I, I persevered and I waited to get my ticket. As soon as I got my ticket and walked in, uh, I walked in and I heard an older woman say to the person behind the counter, you're the type of person makes me hope hell exists. And I was like, oh shit, that is, that is a lot of hate for 9.30 in the morning. This lady had her coffee. Uh, I also appreciated in that moment like how she said it too, because she didn't say like, go to hell. You know, she just said like, you're the type of person makes me hope hell exists. Like I'm not shoving my religion down your throat. I'm just saying if heaven and hell do exist, you're going there, bitch. And I appreciate how she kept it positive on the outlook. Uh, as I walked by, I found that really amusing. I saw a guy that I could only describe as about to cry. Uh, he was he was very upset, and he's talking to a lady behind the counter at the DMV, and she just has like DMV face, like her eyes just say like I've seen death, you can't phase me, like you know like you think I you think I don't disappoint people every day, I ruin lives every fucking day, I could do it to you too. So her eyes are just saying that, and the guy's talking to her, he's very upset, and he's just like I. I don't, I don't understand what the problem is. I mean, they told me, I got the letter in and they told me I had to fill out my registration form. I get the registration form. It's supposed to come in the month before that it's, cause it, 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 it expires right there on the license plate. It says February and then you have the sticker and it says 2018. So you got to get the 2019 sticker before the February ends that way. You, and so I, I filled out my registration form and I had the registration. I filled out all the information I'm supposed to get. And then the month came in, I got my sticker. They said, you get your sticker, 2019 sticker. It's a green sticker. You go and you grab that sticker and you put it on the back of your license plate and you grab a razor blade and you slice it diagonally four times across because 
you know, when you stick it on there, some people, they come by and they try to peel it off, and that way they don't, they don't peel it off. So I got a razor blade, and I sliced it four times, diagonally across, and then I turned it. I turned the razor blade 90 degrees, and then I sliced it four more times across. I made diamonds out of it, and then that way no one could figure out how to peel it off. No, someone figured out how to peel it off, and now I don't have a sticker, and I'm supposed to have the sticker, and the police are telling me that, that I don't have my registration, but I know I have, I paid for my registration. I had the sticker, and I put it on there, and I used the razor. I don't know what I'm supposed to do, and you're not helping me right now, and I'm supposed, and I have things to do today and I'm not supposed to be here I had tickets to see Black Panther and I don't know what I'm supposed to do right now and and you're supposed to help me is there anything you could do to help me can you help me and the lady just looks at him and goes no I'm like this is my best day this is the best day I have ever had on this entire earth never as happy as right then I was so happy uh, I missed my number being called and I had to get back in line to get another number also a positive, uh, I saw a man, uh, I mentioned to you how the line for the bathroom, pretty long, right? So, as I saw that, I was like, okay, high pressure environment, a lot of people, one bathroom, something's gonna happen. Sure enough, a few minutes later, up to the line in the bathroom, and the front of the line was like, young black guy, he was standing there with his kid, his kid really had to go to the bathroom. Like, he was like, holding on to himself. He was like young enough that it wasn't creepy. Like if he was like 11 years old, he was like five. If he was like 11 and making eye contact, he'd be like, that kid's creepy. Let's, let's move on. Um, register him at the DMV, cut out at moment of the day. Anyway, uh, up to the line walked what I could only describe as like more homeless Santa Claus. Like he, he smelled really bad. He was a big old white guy. Uh, and you didn't know if the smell was, like he smelled like liquor. You don't know if he was drunk or if he's just like big and fat and he doesn't reach all those places when you're old. You know, you just don't know about hygiene. Anyway, uh, he walks up to the line. He has a cane and he's already kind of sweating like me. Not two jackets though. And so he walks up to the line at the bathroom at the DMV and he asks the guy, is this the line to the bathroom? And the guy says, yeah, man, I'm sorry. My kid really has to go to the bathroom. You know, like he's not gonna let him cut. There's also like 14 people behind there. And so the old man looks at him and he looks at the 14 people behind in the line. He looks at everybody in the DMV and just says out loud, that's it. I'm gonna shit my pants today. <laughs> and then he walked back to his seat at the DMV and proceeded to wait for his number to be called. Like it was the most amazing thing. I have, have you ever seen like a baby take a, sh like when a baby goes into a corner and they like start making faces? He did that in the corner of the DMV. And I just waited to see like what would happen. I, I watched him make the faces. I knew it was coming out. I stayed away. And as soon as people would come in that like 15 to 20 feet smell radius, they just get in there and they'd be like, and they'd see only him sitting there and they'd just be like, fuck it, and they'd leave the DMV. Like he went up sooner because other people were leaving ahead of him. It's amazing, it's a strategy. It's a strategy. I'm so sweaty. I'm not taking off the jacket. You get to give away a prize to the audience. Oh my God, look at that. Me do something? Hey there, sir. Has uh, anybody ever told you uh, you look just like your parents? I'm a nice guy. Okay, that's the correct answer. Um, 
Weed and lube, weed and lip gloss. Oh my goodness. Everybody must get stoned. Is that like another audience prize? No, that's just a prompt. Okay. Um, the one time I tried uh, to get everybody stoned was in high school. Um, 28 years old, so I went to high school in the East Bay, and I went at the appropriate age, so whatever, 12, I don't know, I went when I was like 17, um, and it was, I think junior year, I was going out, nope, senior year, was around 420, I don't know if it was 420, you can go back and look to see if the movie was released on the day, Zodiac, Zodiac, so... In response to Zodiac, me, my girlfriend, my best friend, Sean, and my other friend, Brian, he doesn't really factor into the story, so he's basically like out right now. He's like the guy that walks away at the beginning of the movie, and you're just like, oh, I forgot all about that guy, and then he's at the end of Hangover, and you're like, oh shit, he's the dude that's getting married. So he's, he's not important to the story. Anyway, Brian, me, Sean, my girlfriend, we decide that we're gonna go on Friday and take edibles for the first time and watch Zodiac. I smoked kinda regularly at that moment. So that was like once a week at the time, and it seemed like a lot, like, oh, I'm a real pothead, but you're in high school, and it's just like, you're, you're nothing to, to the degenerates you become later in life. And so, like, you graduate in other ways, too. And so um, we decided, and we got weed, uh, and we got weed and brownies that came from a marijuana dispensary. What? because I was in an honors class that was one grade above me that I failed anyway, because I never went to class, but that's not the important, but there was a guy in there, his name was something, no, he's probably dead, his name was Mossy, uh, and he was a guy that was an Arab dude that also wore a grill with a lot of diamonds on it, and they were real, so you're like, this guy knows his weed, because you see someone and they like smoke weed regularly and they also have other evidence of money and you're like, this guy's successful. I think I should get some stuff from him. And so we went, we got the weed from him through the class, got the brownies, went, we took them like about an hour before Zodiac and we went to the movie theater, opening night. This is gonna be great. Soon as we get into the seats, we start showing the effects of the brownies. Um, as the credits roll out, or as the, this is a terrible story. I'm gonna finish it. Anyway, uh, as the, the previews start, my girlfriend falls asleep immediately. Uh, as the next previews start, Brian falls asleep. He's out immediately. So two of us are awake. I get through the first five minutes of the movie, which is a brutal, brutal, brutal murder. Sean gets through that five minutes with me. We're terrified, and then we fall asleep. Every time we proceed to wake up throughout this movie, each of us is waking up to the next bloody, terrible murder in Zodiac, and my friend Sean starts to panic. He's like, I don't wanna be here, man. I don't wanna be here. I don't wanna be here, man. I don't wanna be here. And I'm just like, people are getting murdered. And it was terrifying, so like, let's not pay attention to him right now. And so he's trying to get out of there. He leaves, he comes back a minute later, he's like, dude, we all gotta leave right now. 
And I'm like, man, I'm trying to, what do you mean? I can't drive right now. I'm super fucking high. And he's like, we got to leave right now. There's a situation. I'm like, dude, what, what are you talking about right now? He's like, dude, we got to leave right now. Dude, what are you talking about? He's like, I shit my pants. And I was like, what? And he was like, I shit my pants. And I was like, what? And he was like, I shit my pants. And I was like, what? And some guy behind us in the other row was like, dude, he shit his pants. And we were like, I don't know what to do, man. I can't drive. And I said, all right, uh, just sit down, man, and wait it out. And I didn't think about the whole DMV. I didn't, hadn't seen the public pooping situation, so I didn't know it could clear out a theater, maybe. So I told him to sit there. Uh, and eventually he leaves, he comes back and he's like, dude, I gotta go, the situation's going, my mom's picking me up. <laughs> Didn't talk to Sean for three weeks. Found it odd, but I don't really text people to keep up with their lives anyway, so it was fine. After about three weeks, I texted him. I said, hey, what's up, man? And he called me up and he said, dude, I'm sorry, we can't hang out anymore. And I was like, why? Because he said, I got home and my mom said I was acting real weird. And I said, I'm not. And she said, I am. And I said, mom, I do drugs. Which is the worst way of telling someone you smoked weed one time or took one brownie. Uh, he immediately was assumed to be a heroin addict was placed into a program. We didn't hang out for six months. Yeah. See, not worth the story. You see, I told you. It wasn't going to get to the end of the story. But anyway, he, he, I still don't know if he shit his pants. That's the thing. That's the mystery of it all. Like, he told me later in time that he lied about that just to be able to leave because he was freaking out. But you don't make, like, the extreme lie. Like, you don't tell someone the worst thing just to get out of, like, a... Work, like a less bad situation, right? Like I went to a shore the other day and there was an audience uh, couple and asked them uh, where they met and they said Tinder. And immediately I was like, that's the truth because anything else that they would say would be a worse situation than meeting on Tinder. Like if you're telling someone you met on Tinder, then that means you either met on Tinder or you met like a sexual deviant dungeon or a Republican rally or some shit like that that you don't want to admit. So there's ways for, this could have all gone better. Don't worry. Is this art helping your high? I'm not high. Uh, although I've read that uh, frequent marijuana users store their THC in their fat. As I've smoked marijuana in the last 10 years, I've progressively gained more fat. So as I'm doing comedy for you and sweating right now, no, this doesn't make me feel any better. You're right. Thank you, Pam. I have to dry myself off so I could host this next show. I'm literally fucking dripping. Why didn't I take off the other jacket? Pam, this is perfect. Ask Pam for a prize. Yay! Oh, I don't want this. You don't want edibles? Oh, damn. <laughs> you get one, you, well, as an extra bucks, you get one anyways for a performance. You, you see, I haven't eaten my last two shows worth of payments. Well, you have uh, to make friends on the bar, dude. No, dude, I'm, I'm going to eat them all one day. Like, I want to have an experience. I was uh, asked at a show 
if I've ever done any competitive hallucinogens. I didn't really know what that meant. And then I remember the time I took friends, I took mushrooms, I didn't take friends, I took mushrooms with a group of friends and we had a competition to see who cried first. And it was glorious and it, you know what, I'm, I'm not gonna say anything else funny. Uh, it didn't really happen that often while I was doing this. I'm sweating a lot. This guy doesn't like me. Out of everybody, I felt like it. Like I could tell when someone doesn't like me. Comics can't really see it because they're not people anymore. You don't see it in the eyes. I don't know if you've done comedy enough times for me not to see how much you hate me. Anyway, Pam, I love you. Happy uh, 420. Thank you. Yay! Sierra, everyone. Sweating all over the stage, not pooping in his pants. What an adult. We've had peeing in the pants here at Mutiny Radio before where I made comics uh, wear diapers. And then I made them drink beers ahead of time. And the whole point was to get through your set without peeing your pants. But everyone peed their pants eventually. But I tried the underwear out first underneath my jeans at a different open mic and it was so hard to like be in front of people and push pee out and be like, I'm in front of all these people and I know these diapers exist and everything's gonna be okay. That was like the hardest thing. It was like when you're in a dream, you know, and you don't wanna pee in a dream because you're afraid you'll pee in your dream in real life. And so in your dream, you're trying not to pee. So your entire dream is about not peeing. It felt like that, except in real life, it was really trippy. Uh, your next comedian's all the way from L.A. You're going to love her. Get your hands slapping in a wild, flippity, flabbity motion. She's going to be great, everybody. It's Katie French. Thank you so much. I, uh, sorry I was late. I'm a little frazzled. I feel like with my anxiety, like if everyone else is like a 420, I'm like a 4,020, like <laughs> coming off the BART right now. Okay. We're making it. Guys, uh, are we watching Queer Eye? Queer Eye, are we watching it? Are we living it, are we loving it? Queer Eye inspired me to get a little makeover recently, so I decided to change my hair. And it was great, because I walked into my salon as a woman, and I walked out as David Spade. Who we see. <laughs> Honestly, I think he's my style icon now, so that's great. Oh man, it's nice to be out with people. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but like ever since the election, I've just been like indoors, online, trying to solve it. <laughs> it's not going that well. I've been spending a lot of time on conspiracy theory sites. You guys, you know them, you love them. You know the ones like uh, Moon Landing, 9-11, Essential Oils, the whole, <laughs> really the gamut of them. I love conspiracy theory sites. I love conspiracy theorists. I love all of my uncles equally, you know? <laughs> my dad's kind of a conspiracy theory guy, and uh, he, he believes that he met aliens once. But the crazy part of his story is not that he met aliens, but that he said they have bangs. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, can we rewind to that part? Crazy, okay. <laughs> Oh, I love those sites. If you guys have been on conspiracy theory sites, you know that they all know a lot about the truth, but they don't know shit about web design. Just, oh boy, 
A lot of blinking banner ads for bear hunting DVDs, you know? I learned on one of those sites, did you know that jet fuel can't melt stripper poles? Okay. <laughs> Truth is out there, guys. Discover it. <laughs> I feel though I was like, I've been too, too cooped up lately. You know, we're all spending too much time online, too much screen time. So I was like, I got to unplug, disconnect, go live some life. So I decided to go to the park for a day, and uh, it was a beautiful day, beautiful sunny, but it was ruined at the end because I got catcalled. What was happening, I was leaving, I was getting into my car, Prius, ob. <laughs> <laughs> and right behind me, very close, I just heard, mm-mm. So I stopped and prepared to face my oppressor, and I turned around, and it was a goose. So we had a great talk about consent, and I think <laughs> I really got through to him, you know. It's an interesting social time, though. Like, I think it's great that actually, like, inch by inch, things are changing, you know, slowly. Like, I think it's great that many men have stopped catcalling. Unfortunately, they have started speaking. <laughs> and really reaching for subjects to connect on, you know. I was at the library checking out, and the guy behind me leaned over, and he was like, you got a lot of books there? And I was like, yeah. And then he said, well, I don't know about you, but I'm new to reading. <laughs> Yikes, work on your lines, fellas. I'll give you some fun prompts. Maybe they're in here, I don't know. Oh boy, <laughs> interesting. I don't know, I feel like I shouldn't make fun of guys though, you know, or people for trying to make a connection in a big city. I know it's hard to find love. I know it's hard to find like a genuine relationship. You know, for example, once trying to find love in the big city, I went out on a date with this guy from New York and the whole dinner, he didn't mention that he was from New York. Just kidding, that's never happened. <laughs> Anybody here from New York, we would have heard about it. Okay. <laughs> They love it so much, why do they leave and bother us? Okay. I'm just saying, it's true. I don't know. I always wanted to date a hot guy, like a, like a CW guest star kind of situation. And then I realized, like, hot guys are so dumb. Like, one time I was in a bar trying to chat up a hot guy, and, like, he had nothing to talk about, no responses to anything. And by the end of the night, I literally just asked him, so do you fold your V-necks or you hang them up? <laughs> <laughs> he was a hanger guy, so that was great. <laughs> I decided, though, it's like, no more bullshit with that, you know. I'm a grown-ass woman. I should date a grown-ass man. You know, and I decided my like rubric for that, I was like, he's gonna have a business card, you know? <laughs> so now I'm dating a dude who works at the Sprint store and uh, <laughs> might be love. I have a boyfriend, he, uh, he and I were hanging out the other day and he wanted to do that thing that all guys do, you know? He wanted to do it in front of a mirror which is so very uncomfortable for me because like I just don't want him to notice that I don't have a reflection. <laughs> Any other immortals here? Anybody feast on a human before they came? Okay. Just kidding. My boyfriend, uh, he is mortal and also Latino, which makes me very cool. <laughs> And it's interesting, when you date across racial or cultural or religious lines, there can definitely be differences, 
you know? Like my Latino boyfriend, he loves his family, and I have a family. <laughs> Little different levels of intenseness, you know? My boyfriend, I get it, you know, he's like Mexican, he's an immigrant family, they're very large, very connected. I come from a white family, we're very solitary, independent people. You know, we don't just kick it so much. <laughs> <laughs> like my boyfriend, you know, or I probably talk to my mom like every three weeks, uh, and my boyfriend talks to his mom every three hours. <laughs> and that's honestly when they're in a fight and not speaking, you know? <laughs> I just wish like on our first date when he told me it was eight inches, I realized he was talking about his umbilical cord. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest, it's four, okay. <laughs> Nice try, buddy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't, we're very confused by each other's family dynamics. Like, if all my aunts were in one room, I'd be like, who has cancer? What are we marching for? Like, <laughs> but then he's always saying crazy shit to me, like, um, hey, uh, I can't go to brunch because I have to go to my second cousin's christening. And I'm like, what the fuck is a second cousin? <laughs> Never heard of this. If you're cheating on me, just say it. Don't make stuff up, all right? <laughs> too weird I don't know but he doesn't get my family dynamics he's just very confused like he was like are you seriously telling me you and your white family you guys don't just pick a random day to get together cook some food hang out have a fiesta I was like oh no 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 that's pronounced funeral <laughs> and I wish we had a more you know <laughs> really my favorite way to see a family member is sort of inanimate. Okay. <laughs> you guys had great childhoods? All right. You can tell who did and who didn't by laughing at that joke. All right. No, people are always like, are you guys going to take the next step? You're going to get engaged? going to move on with your lives, you know? And like, I just feel like getting engaged is fine, um, but I would be horrified to have to take engagement photos. Have you guys seen those why do people take them I feel like when guys propose these days they're getting down on one knee like babe will you be basic with me <laughs> in seven staged photos all engagement photos are the same you know it's like a couple standing awkwardly somewhere and the girl is usually used to like taking selfies so she knows her angles and she looks real hot but the guy just stands there like Frankenstein saw fire he's just like uh. <laughs> she just poses around him you know and they always take place like in the same uh, three environments, you know? It's always like empty cornfields, abandoned barn, woods. <laughs> I'm like, you don't look like a couple in love, you look like a couple trying to bury a body. Okay. Yeah. I feel like every engagement photo shoot is just the couple at different stages of the crime. Like they do a lot of dumb poses. Have you seen this one where there's a tree and the couple standing on both sides of the tree looking out at each other like idiots? Have you seen that one? I feel like that's when they're like, does anyone notice we hit someone on the way here? Then <laughs> sometimes they'll do this other pose where they hold hands and they press foreheads together. And I feel like they're just like, Jesus, please let no one discover the body buried beneath our feet. We do have a non-refundable wedding deposit. And then sometimes you get that really beautiful, they always have like one really nice candid shot, you know? And that's just the moment when the couple's looking at each other and they're like, we're gonna get away with it. <laughs> 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 so dumb. <laughs> I don't know, 
all my friends. My friends are married. They're having babies. I'm in this weird stage of life right now where because I'm a comedian, like half of my friends are having babies and half are having religious experiences on mushrooms. <laughs> and like no one shuts the fuck up ever about what they're doing. <laughs> it's like, please. They both sound the same. They're always just both trying to get me to do it, you know? They're just like, Katie, I'm telling you, try it. Like, you will finally understand the meaning of life, and I know a guy who could probably help you do it. <laughs> like, all right. My best friend, uh, she's pregnant right now, and um, I'm from Orange County, and I know that because uh, the guy I lost my virginity to had a tap-out sticker on his Bible. Uh, <laughs> But my best friend, she's like, uh, kind of like a real like OC housewife, and uh, so she's pregnant now. And she told me she was like, "Oh my God, Katie, I just realized, like, I'm gonna be like the hottest mom." I was like, "Oh, thank God!" For a second, I thought you were gonna be a good mom. Okay, <laughs> I've been Katie French. You guys have been great. Thank you so much. Yes, super exciting stuff. Yes, thank you. I know you guys all have other shows to go to, and I totally understand. It totally makes sense. It's super awesome. Yeah! There you go. No, it's perfect. Now the pressure's off because you're next comedian. Uh, there's actually a card in here that talks about him, but he doesn't. There's a card in there that's really funny, and it's about you. I don't even know if it'll get pulled because people aren't pulling the cards. So you get to pull the cards if you want. or And if you pull the cards, there's prizes. And since there are very few people, there's all these awesome prizes. So obviously we're all winning prizes. You guys are gonna love, your next comedian is a prize. He has a great show every Sunday from two to four called Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelili, because <laughs> I spelled his name horribly on the flyer. Put your hands together for Mike Spiegelman, yay! Let's go to sickest city on earth, that's my word. Hi. All right, so let's cut the shit. Who wants prizes? One prize? All right, now raise your hand so I, I can see. I see one and no one else. So it's you and me? You? All right, so two, three. Okay, so let's see what we got here. Uh, I'm going to pull cards as well. This is a beauty of a prize. This isn't cocaine people in the room. Just saying. If you just happen to get a bag like that, you don't, it's not cocaine. You, you can share. Okay, anyway, so let's go pull. Right, you know, your Coke friends are like, you want to try this? Here, try a line. Can I try another line? Oh, you don't like it. I don't think so. <laughs> I am so high right now, says a card I picked up with vote for a mayor supports voice for mayor.com. I am so high. I actually, you guys ever been to the Cow Palace uh, Weedathon show? The, the Potorium? Uh, I had a friend who had a, a medical card, so we were able to get backstage. It was a while ago. But I do remember towards the end, there was a kid just walking around, and he looked like Baymax, dude. This kid was like glossy-eyed and just kind of floating around, and he was just grabbing any edible he could find on the table, and he did it. So that guy was pretty high. But I think the highest I've ever been was in college. Uh, we had a uh, pipe that we shared, and it was a metal pipe. And then we had a chambers, you know, the various chambers, you had to clean it out. But with the chambers, you uh, put two screens on either side of one of the, the metal uh, bulbs, and you put a lot of butt in there, and you never take it out. Resonating chamber. Resonating chamber, yes, yeah. And so this went through a college storm, uh, and then I had it. So I put it to a bong, and I smoked it, 
And I just remember like trying to watch Ghostbusters. So that was probably the most high. And then uh, I don't want to do that one. I'm gonna whiff that. How high are you? I just this is a callback from the other card. I am so high that. Where's the prizes? Ah, prize. Make an audience work for it. Lip balm. Lip balm. Okay. You're performing tonight? Yes. Okay. Green Army Lip Balm. Yay. Green Army Lip Balm. Whoops, one slipped in my back pocket. No. <laughs> uh, I don't want to do that card. It's stupid. The first time you ever smoked pot. SpongeBob, yay or nay? Yay. Yay. <laughs> Why nay? Do you like Tom Kenny's voice? Okay. Yeah. Bay Area's legend. Tom, all right. I didn't like the fact that he uh, shilled for Burger King, SpongeBob, with a song where he wiggled his ass. And it was for a burger. I just thought that was a little like. Wait, he works, he works for Krabby Burgers. That's the ultimate sellout. It's like a Krabby Burgers employee is like shilling Burger King. Whew. Uh, celebrate weed. God, I can't wait till fucking midnight so we can talk about something else. This has been pulling like 420 for me is just the only day in San Francisco you could smoke in a bar. That's it. <laughs> the only time in San Francisco you can smoke in a bar is 420. Otherwise, it's not cool. I can tell you the time someone smoked. I was at Lucky uh, 13 and uh, we're sitting around and someone lit up a uh, joint. That was pretty fucking scary, but that was fun. Because we were like smoking, it was like such an asshole thing to do, like this insular table, just smoking weed. Uh, your favorite part of 420? I, I'm not in the neighborhood, so that's cool, but you ever commute from the avenues? Any avenue, any, any part of it is near a park. Well, all these kids just descend, just with like folding chairs and I don't know, kids clothes and just just music. And they're all going, they have sunglasses, and they're all walking in the middle of the street and they're all blocking the Enjuda, or the, and, the, and they're blocking traffic, and the traffic's blocking traffic, and there's no way you can move. So, hope you had fun. Clean up. <laughs> Tomorrow's Earth Day, clean up. Prohibition, does it work? I think, uh, yeah, man, I'm all for prohibition. Make this stuff cheap and legal, illegal again. Speak easy. Is it good weed? It's weed. All right, okay. All right, so let's do more prizes. Can I get your prize? Sure. You like lip balm? Sure. All right, here we go. Hang on a sec. Hey, I need you to say sure one more time. Sure. You worked for it. Yeah. Oh, you came in just in up. Illicit is the card. In what context is... Uh, Oh, just in general, something illicit is that, uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. Sorry. Well, I was thinking about Pete Townsend, how he got busted for looking at child porn. He said he was researching. He has a memoir. Pete Townsend and the Who, allegedly. No, he, got a, he actually, the police came in. That wasn't an alleged, uh, allegation. But he uh, was researching 
he was he he was as, as a kid he was assaulted so he wanted to research about it and somehow the police stormed his computer and the reason he gave everyone it was that it was for his book i don't think he ever wrote it but it's a little listed like oh it was it was research oh you know there's a couple of places places where you could get a good solid p.o box you guys need a good p.o box if you live in a neighborhood where the uh mailbox in your lobby is a fucking joke and all your entertainment weeklies have been stolen yeah like a p.o post office box but it's not necessarily a post office box because i have i don't want to bore you pam but i did have a post office box at the post office because in the tenderloin people steal your mail i forgot i had a subscription to entertainment weekly until one week it had a cover come in <laughs> shit i've been subscribing that for six months so i went to uh well, when I first moved to San Francisco, I had a zine uh, with me and with some college buddies. Same people we smoked pot with, how a coincidence, full circle. And uh, it was called like, I mean, it was something story. But it was like, uh, we've, we took legal paper and we folded it in half and we, it was whatever story. And we had a P.O. box of a Mike's liquor store on uh, Divisadero and Haight Street. And I still believe they have a P.O. box in the back of that liquor store. So I could have had a P.O. box for, for all those years. But I did have one in the Tenderloin. But anyway, the illicit part was there's a store in the Tenderloin that looks like an antique store, but they offer a P.O. box. And at the time, like I was on the waiting list for the actual post office P.O. box. And by the way, I shared the same P.O. box lobby as uh, Johnny Marr of Murder Can Be Fun fanzine because he would take his mail that he would get and just fucking dump it. And I'd be like, cool, free zines uh, sent to Johnny Marr of Murder Can Be Fun. But before that moment, and I got one at Kinko's on Polk Street. I don't want to bore you guys, but this is just so I can get my entertainment weekly uh, every week. And I changed the address on that subscription card for uh, more things. By the way, would you like a gift? Uh, all right. Do you have a friend who would like a gift? All right. Well, I appreciate that. Oh, no, I appreciate you don't have any friends. But uh, that, that didn't sound right. Uh, can I get you anything? Uh, Lip balm. <laughs> All right. And we can raffle that off, or I'll let the next comic deal with that bag. Yeah, all right. But anyway, so I went into a store in the Tenderloin, uh, and it would look like an antique store, but it had a sign that said P.O. Box, because I was looking for it. And I went in the back and the guy had like this strange desk and lobby and there's two guys there and they look like fucking, I don't know, out of the streets of San Francisco. And they're in the back there and I go, uh, you got a P.O. box? He goes, yeah. I go, why would someone want a P.O. box in this antique store? And they go, in case they want something sent here without anyone knowing about it. And I'm like, oh, oh. So that was illicit. <laughs> like... That was pretty fucking. Yeah. And the moral of the story is all that place is closed. I'm sure all of them should shut down. Uh, all right, well, that was a good story, I thought. Yeah, those guys were kind of weird because then I realized you can. <clears throat> it had nothing to do with pot for seven minutes, huh? I fucking bucked the 420. Yeah, the back of the store. Yeah, you get your like research for your memoirs the childhood years back there who are you voting for trump <laughs> thank you card oh i'm voting for the mayor pot mayor dot com mayor dot com 
And uh, should I keep going with the cards or should I save these cards? Okay, all right. Well, this has been pleasurable. Pay homage to the plant that can do so much. <laughs> I'm gonna pay homage. Ginkgo Balboa, I remember the first time I took you. You know why? Because you helped my memory. I remember what store to go to, CVS, to buy Ginkgo. I see, I'll stop that. I think that's someone else's joke. Uh, <laughs> that's off. I think I fell asleep with the TV set on in that one. So uh, it's an old friend. Uh, anyway, so uh, I won't even do that. But I, I do uh, uh, don't give a shit about pot. Good night. Bye. Oh, well, can I get a. Uh, all right, bye. See you later. Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. Mike Spiegelman, everyone. Hell yeah. Remembering jokes, saying funny things. It's 420. I have no idea how we can even say words anymore. It is difficult, and I am so glad that you guys are here putting yourself through it. Your next comedian, he's from out of town. I don't know where from. I'm guessing L.A., but it could be Portland. I don't know. Either way, he, you're going to laugh your socks off, kids. He doesn't know either. He's a, he's a rambling man, everybody. Put your hands together for Quentin Johnson. Yeah, San Diego, LA, Sacramento to that Bay. We hustling hard. We're from Bubba, uh, Chicago, just let the cat out of the bag. Uh, Chicago. Uh, I've lived there for a year. I'm drunk now. Uh, I used to live on the West Coast. Never mind. Um, I'm going to pull an email. I'm going to pull one of these just because... You know, give this a try. Do you still like to be high? Um, sometimes. Tell you what, the good old days, you know, like in high school, when I used to skip class and get high. Um, Yoba Buena. <laughs> I did not pronounce that right. Um, we'll move on from that. Oh, wow. I don't know Spanish that well. Sometimes I get a little anxious when I get up in here. Uh, make up a crowd work game and win. I'm not going to do that. Um, you know, I'll just get on my set. That's not what I came in to do. Um, sorry for acting all awkward. He's acting awkward on stage. I had a weird childhood as a kid. My childhood was really weird. Um, I remember the first day I realized you should never look in a woman's purse. Or, um, touch a man's wallet is when I found a gun in my mom's purse. And I found a picture of Tiger Woods in my dad's wallet. Uh, my parents didn't want to have me as a kid, it's true. Because they were in love with her body. Until I finally I came out and was like, hey, look at me. I'm cute, you should look at me in a suit. But my parents really didn't want me. Like, my mom did not want to have me. Like, she would not stop drinking. Uh, my mom wouldn't even stop drinking when she was pregnant. Um, how cool is that? Uh, um, uh, um, my mom, she wouldn't even stop drinking to avoid her son having dyslexia. And now I tie my shoes differently. I don't know the difference between left and right besides the hand my mom used to beat my dad with. Um, I know when you look at me, I, I know I look like this, like, you know, poster child of white privilege. Um, I get that. I, I get that. But 
I mean, I got to get past a couple cops to go home, try to go to sleep to my dad crying because he couldn't fight back. Um, is that funny? Um, all right. Um, uh, I, yeah, my, my childhood was tough. I, I really, God, I hated my childhood. I really did. I did not like being a kid. That's why I used to talk to adults all the time. Um, but I never really understood the language that much. I went home for the holidays recently, and my dog is dying, which is really sad to me because 10 years ago he was my age, and now he's my dad's age. And what's ironic about the situation is my mom didn't outlive my dog. Um, drugs and alcohol give you the same lifespan as a dog. This is how I coped with my mom's death, but the way that my dad did was drinking Budweiser and buying more dogs. There were like six fucking dogs in the house. Um, I forgot to feed two. I don't know what happened to like the other two. Two of them ran away, but I didn't want child services to come in and take my dad away. So I had to bury all these damn dogs. I know. Um, wow, this is a lot. But when my mom died, like I was just so inspired. To do everything she taught me, so I remember like I kept my whole entire room clean, which is kind of sad because she never saw me with my room clean. She used to complain about all the drugs, all the toys on the ground. I'm just glad she didn't die a few years later because she would have died from all the drugs in my room. And the whole entire point of this set is I miss my mom. Um, my mom, she died before she taught me about death. I don't know what death means. My mom is the only person I know that died. So when is my mom coming back? I, I don't know what death means. She never taught me about it. Like she's the only person I know that has died is my mother. And I don't know if I'm going to ever see her again because nobody else in my family has ever died. All right. I know that's also a lot <laughs> to take it. Uh, I'll move on to a different subject, other than my dead mother. Um, I have a speech impediment. Uh, if you didn't notice, God bless your heart. Um, everyone thinks I'm from Boston for some reason. Uh, um, I hate that joke. Um, I didn't even write it. That's how somebody made fun of me once. Um, but everyone from Boston thinks I'm from New York, and New Yorkers think I was born in an alleyway. And the way I say the N-word is absolutely adorable. Um, wow. I've never said the N-word before. I've never said it, not even out of curiosity, in my own bedroom. It's just never came out of my mouth. All right. That, that's a weird joke. Words are stupid, but they can be harmful. Yeah, I, I had a speech impediment. I, I always, I've always had one. It's tough. I don't know. Like, I, like I would have a... Like, I, I remember my girlfriend, like, she would always make fun of me for having a speech impediment. Like, and I, I can't really say gore that right. Um, it's really frustrating. It just takes me, like, 45 minutes just repeating gore after another. 
and she would, she would like really try to get me to say it right. So I would like do it like I was a bear, like gore, like ah, gore, like I'm going in the bush, like ah, gore. Oh God. But women, man, um, trying to figure out women. Uh, good luck with that. Um, I'm trying to figure out women still. Uh, what I do know about women is, uh, what's scary about them is I might die alone. I just figured I'm not that interesting of a person. That's what a woman's body language told me. Uh, very strange. Um, yeah, that can be tough. Yeah, I like this woman. If you, if you see her, let me know. I haven't seen her in a month. Um, it's been a while. I like her a lot. Like, she's really, like, she makes me feel really good about myself. Like, I like her. I can't stop thinking about her. Like, this must be, like, how um, gay people feel. Like, I am gay for this woman. Like, I can feel the gayness inside me for this woman. I just want to jump in the air and smile. Like, she makes me feel so good about myself. I should not compare being gay to straight. I just, it feels so good to like somebody that much. Alright, wow, that was supposed to be a joke, but <laughs> as long as I made you guys smile, that is important. Um, yeah, what I do know about women, uh, this is strange, but uh, women don't like it when you masturbate in front of them. Um, like, like, consensual or unconsensual, women really do not like that shit. Um, so one time I was trying to come, so I started, like, masturbating a little bit. Like, I started playing with myself, and she just hit my hand away from me. Because, you know, women, she wanted to make me come in order for her to feel special. But it wasn't her fault that I couldn't come. It was that my mom just died. And... <laughs> That's all she really was to me, was just a rebound from my mom being dead. <laughs> just like emotional support, just wasn't really a good time to have sex. But I'm trying to come, I'm trying really hard, but I, I've never been in love before, so I can't finish. Um, it just takes minutes. And it takes hours, and pretty soon I just can't come. And all I want to do is just cuddle and cry. Mom, I miss you. <laughs> I'm going to pull a name out of the, the hat. Oh, my God, I got a prize. Look at that. Um... I guess I'll take the bag. Yeah. How how selfish am I? I am. Wow. Um. Thank you so much for a free bag of weed. Um, I I gotta say thank you. I can't just leave off here with feeling like I took it. Um. Wow. That's a great prize. Um. Damn. It's a Friday night. I can, I, I can do something fun tonight. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, no, uh, thank you so much for having me up here tonight. Uh, thank you so much, Pam. Uh, I appreciate you guys listening to me. Um, thank you. Pocket full of sunshine. Silver haze white with a Harley girl. Gwen Johnson, all the way from Chicago. Is weed legal in Chicago? Is it legal in... 
Yeah, so you can fly with that. You can leave SFO with weed in your pocket and it doesn't even matter. I've flown to New York with tincture under... I mean, I've flown to Mexico with like an eighth of weed. Ain't no thing. Just put it in a sock and stick it in your thing. You'll be fine. Seriously, yeah, they're not gonna... The TSA is looking for bombs, not weed. They don't give a fuck about you bringing a quarter of weed from San Francisco to Chicago. And on her, nobody's feelings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah! We have two comics left. Do you guys want to Rosham? Do you want to... Does anybody want to go first other than the other? I'm going to have a terrible set probably, so you should... Well, there's a hell hat. It's super fun. It's, 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 no one can have a bad set on a hell hat. I mean, just keep... So do... That, what does that mean? Who's going up right now? I'm a terrible host right now. Are you... Are Geneva, are you our headliner? Too much... Pre- it's too much pressure for Warhol to be a headliner. That makes sense. Uh, no, it doesn't make sense. You should just own it. Uh, but love you so much and can't wait to see what's going to happen. I've been high all day too, so it is it is all a crapshoot. Put your hands together, everybody, for Warhol Kaufman! Yay! I'm having a mental breakdown. I decided I was going to do this whole set with uh, whatever's left of the weed candy in my mouth. I'm going to go real profesh. Uh, I want to start out by apologizing to the ladies who left because they've never heard me do a set. They just seen me at one show where you're not allowed to do a set. And then uh, this show, which I think they might miss my set. Uh, I also want to say... Uh, we have to leave the movie theater. I just murdered someone, which is all I could think during his entire sweat. That was like a great 10-minute sweat. He he got the light, but he kept sweating. Smoke off Pam's vape pen. Yes, I will. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get on my knees, and I just want you to put it in my mouth. Let's do this, baby. Uh, I'm like. Oh, this is like my favorite type of porn, actually. Oh, God. But put it on my face. You can just rub it on me. If it can't come, we could just... All right. I think I did that one. That was very good. Uh, I need positive reinforcement, and I'm not expecting to get it from you guys. Warhol, you're doing great. What can, what can you not do high? I have a lot of trouble being sober when I'm high. I like drinking this sobriety. I'm so hungry for, um, for affection, physical contact, and a sense that the work I do is worth something. Oh, my God. I want to try to guilt them into laughing. Captain Cheese says... Um, Captain Cheese? I've never actually met him. I mean, I've, you hear about him all the time, obviously, but I've never met the man. Uh, I guess he would say, uh, Warhol, you're doing a good job. Because uh, I'm, I'm worthy of love. Sometimes I pretend people are giant burritos, and then I order them with no rice or beans. And then I, and then I like them better. This is like a complete thought with a punchline uh, that I interrupted. 
Sometimes I pretend people are giant burritos. I saw uh, on Jerry Springer's Springer Break when I was very impressionable and believed in happiness. Um, they made a human burrito and they just put like two uh, college tan people in a burrito and just like, mm, I wonder what's going to happen. It was a fuck burrito. And, um, and then I remember the other thing from Springer Break that really stands out is... Uh, I saw this, but then I saw Springer uh, describing it too. They they made uh, whipped cream bathing suits, and then uh, everyone was dancing, and the whipped cream did not do its job. Uh, to quote Jerry, he was like, it was white, but then it was white and brown and pink and brown. Anyway, that was Jerry. Uh, he was the mayor of some shit, like Cleveland or whatever, and Cleveland's doing great. I'm going to stick with uh, positive reinforcement. He retroactively was the mayor of Cleveland. Your favorite music to listen to. Hi, that's redundant. Um, you know, I don't know. I go through phases where I don't listen to any music, and then I'll go through phases where I listen to only my own music, and then I always listen to a lot of Black Thought, no matter what, because Black Thought is the greatest of all time, and you know how I know? Because he told me. I mean, he said said it to a guy who was interviewing him, and I know how to read. But, uh, this is Morse code, but if I was high enough, I'd be able to read it. Dot blank dot 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 on weed. Blank dot dot blank dot dot dot. I feel like this is the signal blank dot 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 for like Amelia Earhart going missing over Japan. Blank dot 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 on weed. Uh, can I get high enough that I appreciate all the good things in my life? Apparently not. Not on my budget. Okay, this is uh, definitely Garfield and not Heathcliff, who's named after a Jane Austen novel. And once I saw Jane Austen's shelf in a library and I wept because I just thought, you know, I don't... Because she was like right by Shakespeare for some reason. I don't know why that was. But Shakespeare had like three, like like rows it was like aisles that she could just like walk through you could like have a picnic in shakespeare but jane austen just had like these three shelves and i was like that's all i need i just need three shelves and that's why my website's such a mess okay now this that looks like odie but it's like better odie than i could draw but it's like if odie was a penis head who's coming that's pretty much that's odie face i guess these are getting really abstract. Uh, <laughs> okay, this is the emoji for uh, every time I drink alcohol like it's poison, but don't wake up dead the next day. My uh, my card is at the bar. I'll be back there. The first time I smoked pot. The first time I smoked pot, um, it was in Ohio, and it was in the quad. It was really terrible Ohio pot, you know? Cause the quality of Ohio pot, it's like, probably you got like what we got in the Bay Area is like pretty good, you know? And then in New York, like it's harder to get shit, you know? And then there's like, Ohio's just above Texas. It's like, you're smoking the best Mexican brick weed that someone could smuggle. So we didn't really get really high. It's all part of the show. It's all intentional. This the funny thing is, I actually did this exact set at the Revolution too, which nobody knows that. Thank you. Make Mike Spiegelman pay attention. 
Dude, I'll try. I really pissed him off the other day. I gave him. Uh, it worked. I gave. I gave Mike uh, one of my patented, patented terrible introductions, and he got so mad he did the best set I'd ever seen him do ever. And now I, I want to get him on my show, but I think he's mad at me. All right. Uh, all right. Come on, Monday. Be nice to someone. Coral, you're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. It's okay. It's okay. You're fine. This is being recorded. Uh, this is actually better than my set at Revolution. Uh, everyone pretty much had the worst set ever at Revolution. And Jackson Banks, I don't want to tell his story, but he was phys physically assaulted. He was physically assaulted during his set. And he took it like a champ. He just like got slapped in the face. And then he just he just like went back. And then he stayed. And he's holding the mic. And he's like, all right, what are we doing now? And then... Uh, at some point, some of the producers on the show, who apparently one of them was me, which I didn't realize I was producing that show, uh, helped guide the guy away. And then Jackson, they ended up mediating and making up, and then Jackson kept trying to get his video, and he's like, let me, because the guy was videotaping him when he slapped him in the face, so he's like, let me get that video, because you know, he's a filmmaker. He's my hero, is what I'm saying, and um, if I absolutely have to, don't come in my face. My favorite strain, my favorite strain... Uh, is every morning I have to strain to figure out where to take a shit because I am squatting in Bayview. Wow. Yeah, that's fun. That's why I have all my Martha's jokes. I can't do this anymore. I quit. <laughs> you know what really pisses me off, Battles? How Yay, many World Cup man! Yay! We have one comic left in Geneva. There is a strange pile of amazingness to choose from. But you don't even have to hell hat or not. You can do whatever you want. Uh, did all the people on the show get their bags of, uh, of stuff? Geneva, did I give you your bag of treats? Uh, you can give mine to Mike. Oh, okay. Well, I give him those anyways. But yeah, you don't, you don't, eat, the, you don't eat the weed food, huh? Uh, no, it makes me cold. It makes you cold. Well, then Mike gets too. He's excited. He's your best friend right now. Hey, everybody. Uh, she's the last comic of the night. I'm super excited to see what she does with this weird hell hat and the four people that are here. It's great. I'm paying attention. There's 12,000 people on listening podcasts that are like, we can't wait for our next comedian. You guys, put your hands together for Geneva Rust Orta! Yeah! Tell us of the bars that I flip and cars that I whip, but every rapper talking you rip. Roll with me, twisting chronic LG with the Stargate. Wow, this is gonna be great. I don't know why uh, there's an, any assumption that I will be funny. Um, however, there, there seems to be. I think I'm gonna work on making that go away. Um, so, okay, this has to be the last time. Oh, great. I learned a lesson. I uh, So earlier today, I walked under a ladder, and I was feeling very vulnerable, and I went to the bathroom, and I was like, I need to protect my ass cheeks from this seat, and I never do that. I just squat, but I was feeling heavy, and uh, so I took out like 20 toilet seat covers, and I put them on the toilet to pee and poo, and I sat down. And you know, when there's more than one of those bad boys, uh, your stream doesn't break it. So I just sat in my own piss. So uh, this has to be the last time. Um, 
Great. Uh, weed delivery. Ooh. Uh, this, this one time I uh, tried to make weed brownies in my backyard. And uh, it's a very poignant smell. Poignant, pungent. So my mom woke up. Um, great. Elf needs food badly. <laughs> oh no, what happened to the elf? Uh, sounds like oppression. Great. Um, best TV to watch high. Probably a high TV so that you're on the same level, like on a pole. Um, worst TV to show to watch high. Nope. Uh, my favorite thing to do on weed. Um, ooh, my favorite thing to do on weed. I would really like, see, okay, so dry mouth, bad blowjobs. They're fun. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I love it when you stay over at strangers' houses uh, naked, and then in the morning, they're like, oh, this will help your hangover, and then, you know, what you should be giving me is juice. Um, <laughs> not anyway uh the first time i did blank i blank oh okay this is a drug thing um the first time i got drunk um i bit my brother um <laughs> i did i bit him so hard because in my family you can't hit girls so it's good um no more jail yeah. My friend is a hamster. Uh, so <laughs> I found that out. But you know, the cage is for them. Because I had a rat, and I was like, this rat and I are going to be so close, no cages. It'll just follow me around because it will love me, which is not real love. That's toxic love. And uh, so I let it run around, and then like five minutes later, I moved a chair and killed it. Um, so. Sometimes rodents need to be in prison for their own safety. Just just the rodents. The rodents and the girls gone wild, they should be in prison. Um, what does a narc look like? Ooh. They, uh, um, they look like they wrestle. I, I, don't, I think wrestlers look like narcs. Um, name as many names for smoking pot, i.e., Toke. Um, Puff the Magic Dragon. Yeah. yeah. Um, yep. No, come on. Puff. Why? Puff the Magic Dragon. Uh, eat. Weed. Get baked. There you go. Baked, yeah. Triple baked. Double chocolate baked. That's um, when two black men get stoned together. It's double chocolate baked. Um, or women. I don't know why I said men. That's, I'm, I have so many problems. Um, make up a game with the audience and give a prize. Okay. I have no prizes to give. Oh, okay. Great. So here's a game. Two truths and a lie. Okay, two truths and a lie. Um, the Holocaust, um, I was raped. Um, oh, that's hard, because you can't say that's a lie. And, 
and beauty. Warhol. Beauty. Ooh, I like it. Great. You, oh, you're good. You're so good. I didn't even know that I did two truths and a lie. Um, great. Alcohol versus marijuana. Um, I can just picture like an angry drunk just beating a hippie. That's all I, uh, that's all I can see. Um, Bob Dylan has two first names. He's supposed to be a good writer, Bob Dylan. But all right, I'm just going to do a Doug Stanhope joke. Um, <laughs> Doug Stanhope has this joke where he says, uh, sometimes before bed, I take a Xanax and a laxative and play chicken in my sleep. Sometimes before bed, I take a Xanax and a laxative and I play chicken in my sleep. I'm just pointing out how lazy songwriters are. Um, that's... I just I just told his joke. Fuck it. Uh, if you if you admit you stole it, is it stealing? Yep. Mm -hmm. Why drugs aren't bad? Um, well, sometimes you have good sex on drugs, and you should not be ashamed of that. Um, bad sex on drugs, maybe you should have shame. Prohibition does it work? Nope. Well, work. Um, I kind of like the taboo of it. Like, it makes drinking bad, so then it's fun. If everybody's drinking, like, nobody's drinking. Um, that's, well, yeah, that's like Amsterdam or something. Uh, my friend got a vibrator in Amsterdam, and she has not been able to go to 10. It's 1 through 10, and you're not supposed to go to 10 uh, if you're alone. Uh, so, and her boyfriend's a cunt. Um, <laughs> we've done SpongeBob. Uh, what is your favorite method of imbibing weed? Imbibing. That sounds like making a baby smoke weed. That's, um... I saw a lady uh, breastfeeding her kid in the library, which was kind of cool, but like it said, no food. Um, so a part of me was like, ah, she's breaking the rules. Uh, just a little bit. And then I realized I'm the asshole. Uh, weed is all the energy I need. Um, cool. Yeah, I, I associate weed with high energy, totally. Um, I'm so high right now. Oh my goodness. Uh, a lot of privileges. I have so many. Uh, de <laughs> demonize. Um, all right. So there's like a dog and it's like smelling your vagina and you're like, oh, it likes it. And then it bites you. Um, that's, that's one of my biggest fears. Just because they're always like so complimentary that I don't trust it. Uh, my favorite weed store is Mutiny. Um, it's not really, it's like a commune. Uh, let's not be so anxious. That's a hard one. Um, why, yeah, why are we all so anxious? Maybe it's social media, maybe. Or it could be that we all uh, are shitty. <laughs> that could be another thing. Like. And now we're just writing it on like robots. We're just like letting robots know 
the, and now we're like, oh, they can see me for who I am. They can't, they don't care. You're fine. You're totally fine. They don't care you're a dick. Um, Proposition 64 and the drug war. Wow, that's really political and I don't, I don't do it. When politics gets better, I'll get into it. Um, I just, it's so bad. It's so boring and uh, one-sided. Um, I, want, I want politics to woo me. I want, I want politics to ask me how I am. Um, you know, that's, that would be lovely. Tourist season has started. What are they here for? Yeah, what are they, they're running from their problems. Anytime you see a tourist, they like hate their family. Um, that's my theory. Uh, I would like to be a tourist one day, um, like in Japan. I really want to go to Japan because I like their, I like their aesthetic, but uh, I definitely have a fear that they'll like see me as this giant, and um, I'm not magical. I'm not. I feel like they would expect me to have things to say as a large person. I don't know why I think I'm large, but um, and I, I don't have anything to say. I would just be like, "Can you show me?" I don't even know what I'd want to see. I want to see the mountains. I'd be like, can you show me the mountains? And they'd be like, no. And then I would be stuck in Japan for like two weeks with, without a guide. Um, I don't want to go to Australia. They're all racist. Um, make up the reason 420 is 420. Oh, because it's uh, Hitler's birthday. That's, yeah, it is. Hitler is a Taurus. I'm a Taurus. You know, sometimes you think you don't have anything in common. But you, yeah, you both have enormous balls, though. That's uh, something all Tauruses have. How am, am I going overtime? Am I? Oh, wow. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. Favorite munchies include. Oh, boy. I'm bulimic, so there's so many. Um, there's so many. Are all cats high? Um, pretty paranoid. I'd say pretty paranoid. Yeah, I've. There's one cat named Gordo who used to get into my car. So he probably was normal. He was <laughs> probably yeah. He's like the opposite of a pedophile. He was like, take me. Um, I guess I don't know. Um, oh, I could write a cartoon about that. The devil's lettuce. Oh, that's a weed thing, right? The devil's lettuce. Yeah, I don't know. The devil doesn't strike me as like it. He's like a cocaine guy. I think he seems like a cocaine man. Um, yeah. Reefer madness. Reefer madness. I've never seen crazy reefer before. Or ang being angry while high, it's kind of... I don't even know what you'd do. My brother was like angry while high and he just went to a mosh pit and got his tooth chipped. <laughs> like I guess that's like getting your tooth chipped by a 40 year old man. Ooh, reefer madness. He like, <laughs> some guy was like swinging a goat horn around cause my brother had a fun childhood. I can't remember anything. Um, that's like a, oh, a high goldfish would be fun. That would be fun. But uh, you'd have to come up with weed fish food. That'd be a uh, lip gloss with weed. Oh, okay, yeah, sticky. 
I have a theory about lip gloss that what you're doing, it's like sticky, right? So when you kiss someone, you're trying to like hold them. You're trying to like catch, catch lips uh, with lip gloss. I would like very slippery lip gloss because people are gross. Um, um, I'm not a rager. Uh, vape pens, I'm not, I'm not about them. You have one. You have two. Which one do you like better? I like the non-packs, the one that's roundy. The roundy, not the squarey. Because it's nicer on, like, a nicer sensation? Right, this works more consistently. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. I'm kind of like that about, um, what am I like that about? I'm not really close with vape pens. I have, like, underwear that doesn't go up my ass as much when I wear it. The ones I have on, not those. They're the squarries. I have squarries on my half of my butt. My butt would be a lie. Um, accidentally stoned animals. I would say any stoned animal, probably accidentally stoned. Oh my gosh, my dog ate my weed brownies. So many, and he did not walk for a week. He didn't walk for a week. Yeah, we took him to the vet, and the vet was like, we think he's depressed. He was just baked. He was, um, I was laughing, and the vet thought I was a sociopath. She was like, you can't laugh that your dog is depressed. And I was like, no, he ate 13 brownies. Um, this one time, I smoked so much, I... Anything, anyone? Oh, that's nice. I don't have an answer. I was hoping you did. Um, no, you thought I was a real comedian because I had a microphone. It's a lie. Um, hash, ever had it? I've had hash browns. I've had... Um, they're so delicious! Uh, I agree. They're not really brown, though. They're... Um, <laughs> hash brown. <laughs> that would be a good new colored pencil color. <laughs> Hemp, don't smoke rope. Interesting. That's just a PSA. Don't smoke ropes. They're not hemp. They're they're there to keep people tied up. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty hot. Uh, I can do dabs. False. That's a false thing for me to say. I, the uh, There's an oxygen mask there that makes it so you can't breathe somewhere back there, and it freaks me out. Um, you could all totally try it, I think. I think that's kind of the vibe we're going for. The most uh, risky, uh, yeah, I, but I don't know. I would ask. It's the gentleman that let you in the door. So I think you're friends. Um I don't want to speak for him. That's kind of rude. Um, he might hate you. Uh, okay, I'm done. Bye. Open if it's the shit mean it's potent. Watching the scoping. Roll up to the club because they about to be closing. Geneva Rust Horta, everyone. This has been a crazy hell hat. We, uh, we almost got through all the suggestions, which is totally amazing. I'll just go through the last of them. Chong. As in Cheech and Chong, and only one of them was in jail for a long time. I thought, I mean, I thought we put all Mexicans in jail. I don't know why we only did the one that Chong. 
Uh, jazz cigarettes. This is my favorite term for weed, and I think it's so cool. Then in the 50s, they called them jazz cigarettes. Do you smoke those jazz cigarettes? Like, if you were white and you were calling them jazz cigarettes, you were fucking cool. Uh, but there's cum and kale? Commie kale? Jazz cabbage, that's another great way to call it. Commie kale is like the worst name for one of those like uh, new gastronomical things. They're like, yeah, come and get our commie kale. We like we like deep freeze it in in a fucking nitrogen and then we shatter it in your mouth and you're like, what? It's like a new kind of shatter. It's not like a dab. They're like, we take the weed and we dip it in the nitrogen and then we right over your mouth and you're like, oh, the cannabinoids in my face. Dude, whoa, blowing my mind. Uh, this one says, you put your weed in there. You guys are too young. But there used to be a thing called Saturday Night Live when it was funny. And they used to have a show, bef well, before you were born, probably. There was a thing where they were like, the whole skit was, they were in a, a shop in New York, and it had weird things, and people would walk up to him, and they'd be like, well, what's this? And he'd be like, that's, that's an ancient tribal... Uh, rethink. Did you know you put your weed in there? And like everything would be like, that's where you put your weed, man. No, it was 92. None of you were born, right? You're super young. Oh, you were two. Oh, forgive me. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> no, that makes it so much better. It's okay. I date my boyfriend's 11 years younger than me because younger people really are cooler. No, it's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. Why, why wouldn't you date younger than yourself so that you can... It's the same reason people have kids. They're like, oh, my life is over and I feel like I haven't accomplished anything. Therefore, I will have children so I can just pretend that I'm them and then you. It's like writing your own novel except you don't actually have to work that hard because you never have to have any discipline. You can just kind of show up every once in a while try not to spit in their face. You know, like, is that how you raise kids? I don't know. I don't. That's why I'm 43 and I don't have any because I like drinking alcohol all the time. That's that's how you. I spit. I spit in people's face a bunch of times today. I was telling. I didn't mean to. It wasn't on purpose. I was asking them. They. I went to bring back. They accidentally gave me corn tortillas instead of a flour. And I went back up and I said, "Oh my gosh, these are these are corn tortillas." And I like a flour said, and a piece of food like flipped out of my mouth and like went and I, like I saw it and it like flew across the situation and I was like I am so sorry like it flew into the kitchen and I was like does nobody care about this ever like that's the thing they make us or people in kitchens they make you wear hairnets but no one's like wearing a weird spit garb like anytime you're talking to anybody you're spitting on everything and I've watched chefs and they just wipe things in places they don't wash their hands that much like I wash my own hands like if I touch my cat's bowl I'm like I have to wash my hand like I like if I touch the cat if I touch my pussy like if I'm touching anything cat resembling I wash my fucking hands and I see chefs pick their nose and just not even think about them they touch your burger and you're like yeah it's and I'm like well I guess they're bringing it past 140 degrees so really what's we're all gonna be okay like I mean why do we even have the ABC what kind of fucking sham is this like we should be able to like light a fire on the fucking street corner and denature protein through heat like are you fucking kidding me no you gotta have we gotta make it all safe and shit like safe from what like 
I mean, I've barbecued on the street and I've also people see them take a shit on this street. So what's the difference? My barbecue's like two feet off the ground. Like the poo smell doesn't... When you smell a fart, you guys know that's poo particles in the air. A lot of people don't know that. That's why a fart smells because you're smelling poo particles. And if you're smelling poo particles, that means you're smelling actual poo. (laughs) Like, no, there's poo everywhere. Why are we worried about washing our hands when there's poo everywhere? Like, what is happening? If someone farts in your mouth, can you get like hep C or something? Like it's fecal oral. If someone fucking farts in your mouth, can you get fecal oral hep C? I think these are questions we need to be asking. San Francisco, if you use the same teepee to wipe your nose and then your tushy, can you give your butthole herpes? These are the important questions that need to be asked and answered. And I think the answer to that question is yes. And that makes me very sad. I have not, I don't think what my butthole has is herpes. I think it's called hemorrhoids, but they both start with an H, so I'm not sure. They could, and I don't think they're the same thing, but they're fluffy and weird. One of them weeps and the other one doesn't. So I think, I think I have hemorrhoids, not herpes. Let's get off it. I'm just right, I know, just less IPA. Like, wow. When your poo smells that, you're like, did I, I don't remember eating a brewery, but that's. That was a joke I did earlier. Like, I don't remember eating an oil painting. Like, what is going on? They say you are what you eat. And boy, it just, I can't. What kind of toilet paper do I have to buy? Is there like a good toilet paper that actually like cleanses and wipes? Why aren't we just all using wet naps that you can flush? Right? Where's the bidet? It's 20 fucking 18 and I'm wiping my ass with paper like a Neanderthal. Give me some fucking leaves. That might have some more medicinal benefit to it. Give me fucking paper to wipe my... Yes, bidets. We need those bidets. This is a crazy thing. All you young kids are into ass eating, but you're not into bidets. Fucking if you're going to bring one thing back, bring back the other. Why Why any millennial is willing to eat ass without a bidet around? I'm just like, what is wrong? There, well, fair enough. Get in the shower, make it sexy. That's, I, see, millennials might be smarter than I thought. I'm just saying, eating ass, oh man, I just can't even get, even think about it. Because, boy... Mike, we're the same age. We're old people. You ever eat ass? Dental dam. See, now I could get into that. Dental dam. You guys don't even know what dental dams are. That's why they're so... They're little pieces of plastic that you can put over the area. It's like saran wrap, but it's like... Yeah, no. No, you guys, fecal oral is hep C. Does anybody... YOLO, baby, YOLO. Uh, okay, we're going to end this out. And uh, thank you guys for being here and sticking around. And you guys should, I mean, obviously you're here for the next show, which is Third Axis Radio. That's exciting stuff. Thank you so much for Mike Spiegelman running the door and doing crossword puzzles. And for all your comedians tonight, Geneva Rust Orta pulling it out, Warhol Kaufman being here, staying the whole night. Uh, fuck. No, but you, you did great. David Zunzu for doing his thing. No, you stayed, though. Everyone else was like, I have another show that I can't, like, I know, I know. But, you know, there are lots of listeners. Like, the people aren't here, but maybe someday they'll catch on. Uh, thanks for being here, everybody. Good night. Pam Justice Comedy Clubhouse. Yay! Can you say Fresh City? Can you say Fresh City? Can you say Fresh City?
<laughs> it makes me think there's like palm trees around I'm the corner. I'm is this herb? Like, I'm so like, oh yeah. Is this herb? Wow, you're in the groove, bro. Give it to go. You got fire. <laughs> I'm so like on a beach somewhere, fucking barefoot, dancing in club, drunk. Dude. Suntan. Jorge. Jorge. My closet consists of three swimsuits. Jorge by the sea. <laughs> I would come visit you and, and like wait for dark because my pasty white skin sunburns. But if there's palm trees, one of those straw hats I make myself every fucking week. I make a new one. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a Jimmy Buffett commercial or so. That sounds great. I'm feeling all good about this, man. Awesome. Yeah, this her album. This is called Freight Train Joe. <laughs> Some of the racy look like a free trade out there. I make this shit up. <laughs> um, takeaways from St. Louis Supercross. Uh, 450, Jason Anderson's got the best chance. Uh, Marvin Moosequin will take runner-up, barring any bad luck uh, between those two. 250 East, uh, Zach Osborne is back on track as he defends his number one plate. He's now got an eight-point lead over uh, Forkner. So looking good for him. So that is St. Louis. Now, next we have MotoGP, and I th- we might want to just really go into a song or two before I really dive deep and go crazy you on wanna, that one. You want to go there? You want to go I th- there? I think so. I think so. We're rolling good with the music. It kind of breaks up the whole, you know, not all the tuners tune out. Well, both of them don't tune out at once. You know, it's kind of good that way. We can track you. We can see who's listening right now. Okay, not really. I heard we should get like 800 hits a month, though. I was kind of surprised by that. So, hey, maybe we'll get like, I don't know. 804 this month. Wouldn't that be hot? We're going to get like thousands. Thousands. Could be insane. We're going to be rich and famous. It's going to be insane. No such thing as insane. You don't even know. You think you know, but you don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Try me.
Yowza is right, man. That was Helmet, dude. Fuck yeah, it was. My fucking Helmet, dude. <laughs> exactly what you wanted. Jump Before off. that was the new American way. Fucking Dropkick Murphys. Yes. I didn't know we were going to have one. There is only now, yesterday's gone. Never got your message, missed calls on my phone. See, I lost my heart. 